I don't know if it's Love oh. Talk Radio. Alright, let's try this. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. Well, uh, Ron was on the switchboard uh, right before the show started at the usual time, but there was no audio coming from his. Oh, what is this? Oh, I'm not on Blog Talk. Right. Oh, his mic is not working. No matter what he does. Uh, okay, I just got that. Uh, Information from Ron. Uh, got it. Okay. Uh, all right. So can't go live on Blog Talk Radio, I believe, but we are live, or I am live at least. <laughs> See if we can come on there, I guess. Um, for the moment, I guess uh, we'll be on Facebook and YouTube just to say probably not going to have a show tonight because uh, Ron is not, uh, he's having some audio issues. So uh, therefore, we have probably a thousand people listening right now oh wait another message and this thing keeps popping up uh, i tried to call in again your host guest line uh we're out of service isn't that interesting wow okay yeah i don't know if he can hear me or not but um I tried four times to to call into the uh host line uh and guest line are out of service wow okay well um Somehow I'm I'm on Blog Talk Radio, but I'm not on as the host, so I can't activate the show on there. But I am on Facebook and uh, YouTube on our channel there, and we'll probably have to close the show. Blog Talk Radio is having some issues tonight. But uh, real quick, I was sent this uh, link from the Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. That's the giant metropolis here in Central Florida, where I happen to reside. The population is, on a good day, it's probably like a million and a half. Seems like they're trying to build this city into a another Brandon or Tampa. I mean, come on, Orlando. Can you imagine? It used to be a small town, and now there's a couple of companies that are taking that away. But uh, anyway, um, let me see if I can do this real quick because there was a report, um, and I just had it. Here we go. So the uh, Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Facebook page posted that they are excited to welcome Obscure Wine Company to the chamber. Obscure Wine Company is a new wine shop and bar opening very soon at 276 West Central Avenue here in Winter Haven. As a wine bar first, Obscure Wine Company features ethically made wines from producers and farmers around the world. (sighs) Ethically made. What the heck does that mean? What, what? I mean, is that necessary? 
Okay. Anyway, that's what it says, folks. Features ethically made wines from producers and farmers around the world. Are there any unethically made wines? What are we? I'll have to ask Ron that. What the hell is he trying to tell us? Anyway, uh, owner and sommelier, Will, uh, Welly Bethia, I hope I'm saying that right, is excited to bring her knowledge of and passion for wine to Winterhaven and will even start hosting sommelier classes for wine lovers of all levels. You can follow them on social media and stay updated on all that they will be offering once they open. It's a wine bar, obscure wine company, going to be opening soon in Winter Haven. And this thing, let's see, AAW is live on Facebook. Uh, I can't get back in without shutting down everything. Well, that might have to be an option. If if you want to try it, Ron, uh, you could see if that'll work. Um, I can stay on here for a little bit, but as far as articles go, that's about my only one. So I can't do a whole hour <laughs> like Ron does. But uh, anyway, they did. Uh, yeah, there was a website that they posted, and I'll see if I can go to that. It's uh, obscurewine.com. Obscure, O B S C U R E, wine company, or I'm sorry, wine.com. Wine company is the full name. The wine shop with an E and bar. <laughs> so, anyway, they said that the uh, owner, uh, Welly Batia, Bethia uh, said the wine should have a soul of a place or a people. So she focuses on producers and farmers who practice ah, biodynamic and sustainable organic or something else, some French word I can't pronounce, uh, along with ethical, ethical business operations. Hmm, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, there's some, I don't know what this is. Uh, upcoming events. How can they have upcoming events and they haven't even opened yet? Anyway, uh, really nice website. And um, so, yeah, check it out when it, when it opens. It's going to be, again, I believe the address was uh, 276 West Central Avenue in Winter Haven, but it's not opening yet, according to the Chamber of Commerce. So welcome there. Anyway, it is uh, 7.06 p.m. here. And I'm doing a really impromptu show here. Uh, can't do anything on Blog Talk Radio because I did not log in as a host. So it's just sitting there. I wonder if I could uh, let me continue this. Okay. Um, we'll see in a couple of minutes if uh, Ron does happen to join in here and um, can get his audio issues fixed. Uh, maybe he can actually get on the show. It might be a little bit late, though. We'll try it. So, um, hmm. We'll see. Um, May 26th, I got some quick news here that the scientists claim higher altitude vines may adapt better to climate change. And you're probably saying there is no climate change. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I am completely locked out of the program. Wow. Wow, Ron, that's that is not a good sign. Uh, okay. Um, the scientific community outlined how the 2021 assessment report of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is IPCC, everybody knows that, 
had uncovered how the last four decades have been subsequently warmer than any other decade since 1850, and this has led to further research into viticulture and the climate. In the uh, drill down, each of the scientists described how sites where viticulture is characterized by short growing seasons or low summer temperatures, like those located in higher latitudes or elevation, are expected to get progressively warmer under future climate conditions, allowing for a wider selection of cultivars to be red, uh, reliably grown. Uh, this is taken from the Drink Business website. I've never heard of this site. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anyway, well, um, the, uh, the, uh, the study also uh, highlighted how current premium grape-producing regions may suffer major reductions in quality due to a projected increase in temperature and lower water availability. That is always a problem. Uh, let's see, an increment in air temperature, CO2 concentration, and dryness reportedly occurred in wine-producing regions, affecting the physiology and the biochemistry of grapevines, and by consequence, uh, the berry quality. And uh, the scientists identified that a global scale, an increase in altitude, causes a delay of phenological phases, and the major effects are seen in harvest times, followed by bud break, which might increase the risk of hail damage and frost, respectively, by prolonging the period of vulnerable structures exposed to the cooler part of the growing season. Oh, I, here we go. Uh, I heard you and everything at the beginning. I went to my audio settings and everything was good. It was a good, things, uh, good test, but you could not still hear me. I really don't understand. Uh, let's see. Have you rebooted? Um, there's a common, um, if you're into IT, did you ever watch that uh, show from, what was it? Was it from uh, Great Britain, England, UK? Um the uh, the IT crowd and anytime there was a computer problem they said did you try turning it off and turning it back on again and that's kind of a joke around work as well because every time they come to me with the computer problem or something's not working or need help on something I said you shut it off turn it back on again uh, seems to usually fix things but uh, they actually made it part of their IT uh, division the little office down in the basement uh, it's it's a comedy show but they put it as their uh, voicemail. So whenever you called IT, it would say, did you try shutting it off and turning it on again? You know, that kind of thing. So I thought that was kind of funny. You had to be in IT to, I guess, get that one. Where's, uh, where's the, oh, I can't, I can't even do sound effects. I have to load something else here. But uh, anyway, let's go, let's go to uh, something else here. Um, ooh, here's something oh, from Spectrum Local News. Uh, not here, but uh, New York considers extending liquor store hours on Sundays. Where's the applause? Hang on, I gotta get my, I gotta get my jingle thing here. Let me, let me see if I can load my sound effects uh, program. <laughs> You're gonna go. Wait, what? He has a sound effects program? Uh, ah, there we go. Okay, thank you. Um, what else do I have? Uh, I got something. Yeah. There's that one. No. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> At least I got those two. Uh, liquor stores would be able. Uh, would be able to open as early as 10 a.m. on Sundays in New York State under a measure that could receive final passage in the coming days in New York. Okay. 
Uh, lawmakers in the state Senate approved the measure on Wednesday, and it now heads to the state assembly. Uh, the measure addresses New York's historic blue laws that have limits when liquor can be sold in the state. In recent years, elected officials have called for the state's alcohol and beverage control laws to be updated. The bill is also gaining momentum after bars and restaurants were allowed to serve alcohol starting at 10 a.m. on Sundays and after the state budget approved a provision that allows for to-go alcoholic beverages with meals. Um, what else? They're, I thought that was uh, extending like they would be later, but um, might as well. I mean, what the heck? So they are, uh, looks like they are uh, going to the assembly and uh, waiting for everything to be approved there. Uh, let's see. Nothing yet from Ron. Let's see if he tried to make a return. Um, trying to find some other things here. I'm kind of doing this on a on a whim here. wasn't wasn't expecting to do any kind of show. <laughs> so, uh, seven thirteen p.m. now here in Florida. <laughs> what else we got to do? Uh, let's see. Here's something from. Where was this from? Uh, da, 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 da. Hmm. I could just read articles quietly to myself and uh you all wonder what I'm reading. I'll make a little I'll make little comments like, Oh, well, that's interesting. And then you can go, What's he reading? I don't know. I'm like, wait a minute, what? The first linen bot linen? Like clothes it is. Wait a second, I gotta I gotta check this out first. The first linen bottle for wines and spirits made from, that does look like it's linen, made from French sourced flax fiber, braided and (laughs) braiding and plant resin, the new VS2050 organic cognac bottle by some French name certainly did not go unnoticed for its eco design at the ProWine W-E-I-N, trade fair in mid-May in Dusseldorf. Uh, Developed by Toulouse-based startup Green Gen Technologies, a composite bottle combines lightness and rigidity, um, said the uh, Laura Moore, who is a sales manager for this French place. Weighing just 85 grams, the bottle is 10 times lighter than a conventional glass bottle for spirits, which weighs between 700 and 1,000 grams. Its carbon footprint is reportedly four times smaller, according to initial estimates. Uh, Life cycle analysis is underway, but the results have yet to be finalized. The linen bottle, linen, gosh, is being touted as less energy intensive with a lower carbon footprint than traditional bottle, but still needs to be improved upon. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, oh, twice. He's already tried twice. Okay, I, I will be ending the show. Um, and okay, so it doesn't look like uh, Ron has tried to reboot it, and uh, it's not uh, working for him. So I'm going to say it's probably a a um, problem with Blog Talk Radio, as we have discover, discovered that they – seem to have uh, quite often, unfortunately. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what this hmm, 
the range uh, that this bottle is is targeting is uh, French and European consumers who are more receptive to organic uh, cognacs than the American and Russian markets. Thank you very much. Uh, the company's primary destinations and um, the main shareholder of this uh, spirit is it a spirit company? I believe. Yeah, the cognac uh, company. Uh, their main shareholder is uh, Russian, by the way. Just to let you know that little part. And um, yeah, there's a picture of it on vitasphere.com, and it is a. <laughs> it's strange. It's a linen bottle. Uh, uh, that's odd. Um, so we go back to some. Last minute here. I don't see anything else uh, that I can pronounce to let you all <laughs> know about. Um, for those of you just tuning in or listening, I don't know if this is even going to make an archive, but uh, 717 now, Ron has tried to get on since uh, six, about 645. We usually talk about 15 minutes before the show starts, having some audio issues, and it turns out it could be blog talk radio having the issue. Uh, because he could not get on there, and um, he can hear stuff, but uh, and he went to his audio settings, and everything was good there with good readings and a good test, but uh, I still couldn't hear him here, so uh, there's definitely uh, something wrong with the blog talk radio, and uh, yeah, it's not, not, not cool, so that, uh, that kind of changes things here, and I don't have anything prepared, so I'm not, uh, not real sure where to go to. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple of, well, I mean, there's websites and stuff. I can, I can always do that. But, ah, these people, do they write in English anymore? Oh, here we go. Wine Spectator. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, oh, here's something. Um, moderate wine consumption linked to lower risk dementia. Okay, hold on a second. got to click on this. What? Oh, this just came out uh, yesterday, I believe it was. Today's the 26th, yeah. Don't forget your daily glass of wine if you want to keep a good memory. A new study on alcohol and dementia suggests. Uh, while it isn't breaking news that moderate wine consumption has been linked yet again with a lower risk of developing dementia, a general term used to describe memory loss, researchers at Ger Germany's University of Geisen and University of Leipzig recently took a look at coffee, tea, and wine and found similar brain benefits for wine and tea. And that was a just a headline that was posted in Wine Spectator yesterday. Um, the study published in Brain Sciences collected data from 350,000 participants in the UK um, Biobank cohort, a large-scale biomedical database with health information from more than half a million United Kingdom residents aged uh, 38 to 73. And uh, the researchers identified 4,270 dementia cases within the group surveyed. And the uh, participants had to answer uh, questionnaires on dietary habits. Um, red wine, white wine, and champagne consumption were grouped together under wine, while beer, spirits, and fortified wine were labeled non-wine. A portion of wine was defined as 10 grams of alcohol. Definitely not enough. A, oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to say that? A standard glass of wine is 14 grams. Oh, there you go. So it's four grams less than the standard. Um, wine consumption was grouped into four categories, as in none, light, uh, moderate, 
and heavy, which uh, turned out to be more than 24 grams per day. Coffee and tea consumption were documented in cups per day, and moderate coffee consumption was defined as between three to four cups per day, while tea was grouped into four categories like wine, such as non, uh, I'm sorry, none, light, uh, moderate, and heavy, which is more than five cups per day for uh, tea. And the results showed that among all participants, moderate wine drinkers had a 19% lower risk of dementia than non-wine drinkers. Uh, one wrinkle, though, when the data was divided by gender, wine-drinking men showed a 17% lower risk, but wine-drinking women did not show a statistically significant difference compared to non-wine drinkers. Isn't that interesting? It's odd. Um, okay, so I think uh, I don't think Ron's going to be coming in. Uh, there's more on that story, and if you want to learn more about it, uh, please do so at winespectator.com. It is 721. Uh, this is Mike <clears throat> filling in. Uh, trying to, we were trying to get uh, Ron on the air, but it uh, doesn't look like he's going to make it, and he is the wine man. So I am going to close the show. And, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to uh, – that was out of place. I'm going to close the show. And, okay, thank you. All right. I'm going to close the show, and uh, thank you, Alfred. It was not, not anything. I'll probably end up deleting it anyway, but uh, – let me go back to it's it's odd being being behind the scenes and then here we go doing doing uh, 20 minutes. Um, all right, I'm going to close it and uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Ron, hopefully we'll be back uh, next Thursday, which will be June. Oh my gosh, June 2nd. Unless uh, I don't think we have anybody coming up this weekend. I didn't hear anything yet, but uh, we'll be back live next week, 7 p.m. Eastern time, June the 2nd, right here on Blog Talk Radio. YouTube, and Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week and a weekend. Be safe. Thank you. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr. You know, if I had a, the script that I used to do that, I could probably, what, oh. Dot com. Archive shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show. You know, it would be kind of cool, though. I could actually leave the voice out of that and do it live every time, and then it would be different. But the video is the same. That's what I don't, uh, how come it's not on? Oh. Page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash all about wine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine.